Hello everybody, I'm back! <laughs> Did you guys miss me? Oh yeah, this is the devil himself. But you know what? I want to do the intro. The Homeboy 88 Podcast has come a long way since episode 1, The Phantom Menace to Society. Well, you know, I'm very proud of him. And, um... You know, he almost has a thousand downloads, so he wants to thank everybody, and he wants to thank me, you know, I had something to do with it, and uh, he wants to say thank you for supporting the show. So, enough of that, let's get right into it, I'm out of here, peace. Welcome everybody to the Homeboy 88 Podcast. I am your host, Homeboy 88. And you know what? We're going to do this shit again. You know what I'm saying? And right now you're listening to the instrumental from Aesop Rock, The Impossible Kid, Mystery Fish. We're going to do things a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to try to do a rap song every once in a while. I like these... uh, these instrumentals let that shit play you know what i'm saying so how's everybody been huh thank you thank you for your support so um thank you thank you thank you Anyways, no, I'm not lying in a ditch, Dad. Homeboy 88, I'm not in a hospital, you know what I'm saying? I'm alive and well. And uh, just want to hop on the mic right now. Speaking of hospitals, Homeboy 88 hates fucking hospitals, you know what I'm saying? They're creepy. They're all white and shit. What the fuck is... You can't paint the fucking walls? Like gray and shit, or you know, a nice color, blue. What's up with that? You know what I'm saying? It's just creepy, man. That linoleum floor. I mean, when I think of a hospital, I think like of a horror movie. You know what I'm saying? The waiting room sucks. You ever been to a waiting room? Everybody been to the waiting room, man. You wait like one, two hours and shit. You know, people with a fucking knife in their head and shit. <clears throat> people holding their stomach and shit. You know, people are messed up, coughing and sneezing all over you. Well, that was before COVID. I don't know how it is now. But I always said to my family, you know, I want to avoid the hospital at all costs. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go there. And when you do go there, you know, for a family member, because I don't want to go, you go for a family member, right? 
you go get a snack and shit. And what do they got? What do they got? They got the worst fucking snacks of all time in the vending machine, man. You know what I'm saying? They got pretzels and almond joys and triscuits and baked chips and shit. Baked chips. Give me some Doritos, Fritos, or Cheetos. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Baked chips. Get the hell out of here with that. And ladies and gentlemen, if you ever go to a hospital, don't go to Killer King in L.A. And definitely don't go to Seattle Grace up in Seattle, even though that's a fucking fake hospital. You know what I'm saying? That's the uh, hospital from uh, Grey's Anatomy and shit. And I know it's an old show. But you know, it, it, it bothers me that fucking show. I, I, tell my, I tell my wife, I tell my daughter who love that show. And now they're watching like a spinoff show of Grey's Anatomy. <clears throat> and I go, what was so good about that show? It's fucking bullshit. Everyone died in the motherfucking show. You had patients, nurses, doctors, janitors, the fucking florist. They all died in Grey's Anatomy and shit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I watched it. I watched it with my wife. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta watch. You got what well, you gotta watch, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta watch what your wife wants to watch. Sometimes you know what I'm saying? And I mean, first of all, you have the main character. You know, McDreamy, McDreamy. Isn't that fucking Ronald Miller, the nerd guy, and I can't buy me love or whatever the fuck the '80s movie? Where you had to pay a thousand dollars to get a date. Now he's McDreamy and shit? What do you do in the fucking show? Slick back his hair and with moose and shit and do the African ant eater ritual dance and shit? <laughs> to all the nurses and doctors and everybody's like, oh shit, look at that guy doing the ant eater ritual dance. Oh, he's a bad motherfucker. Let's call him McDreamy and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look at him. He's not a nerd at all anymore. He grew up very handsome. Very handsome. <laughs> Damn. And how many doctors died in Grey's Anatomy? Fucking 10 plus and shit? I mean... The worst hospital of all time. The worst. I mean, they even had a... They even had a fucking shooting in the motherfucker, right? I mean, I, would, I wouldn't even go get a goddamn flu shot there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what's, where the f motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> uh, the fucking audience was a little slow on that one. Yeah, man, wouldn't even go for a flu shot. What are they going to do? They're going to accidentally inject me with fucking potassium chloride, the thing they inject with uh, when the when you go to death row and shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh shit, we injected him with the wrong shit. This guy's going to die too now, you know what I'm saying? Come on, bro, come on. No, no, wrong one. <laughs> <clears throat> That's right, man. That's right. But what they didn't know, right, is that the hospital was built on an Indian burial ground. I mean, what the fuck, you know? Isn't that always the case and shit? That's what happens. 
That's why everything bad happens. You built everything on the Indian burial ground, like Adamville Horror or the Poltergeist House and shit. They're here, right? The little girl said that. They're here. Is that what she said? Pull her out of the fucking sky and she ends up in the bathtub. What the fuck was that? I don't even remember that shit. Man, 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 man. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, thank you. And you know what? Speaking of the 80s movies, like the Poltergeist, Haddonville Horror, I mean, my childhood was a fucking 80s movie, you know what I'm saying? I can't believe the shit that I experienced. It was like an 80s movie from fucking age 1 to the age 15 and shit, you know what I'm saying? Probably even 20. Because you know what, guys? I had a uh, giant grapefruit tree in my backyard, okay? And uh, it was it witnessed a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, growing up. A lot of shit. If that grapefruit tree can talk, it would be like, well, damn, boy. <laughs> Man, I saw some shit. I saw hanging and shit. I saw a little kid fall from my fucking branch 12 feet high in the air and shit. Yeah, man, that was me. That was me because my two older brothers, okay, at five years old, they threw a rope over the fucking 12-foot-high grapefruit tree branch, and they go, hey, little homeboy 88, you want to play a fucking game? (laughs) Sure. What game is it? I want to play with my two older brothers. What do you want to play? Well, it's called heave. And what you do is you hold on to this fucking side of the rope, and we're on the other side, and we're going to heave you up, right? We're going to go heave, heave, heave. And you go up high, and then we're going to raise you back down after, uh, I don't know. Well, that's exactly what happened. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I hold on to the fucking rope, and they're heaving me up. Heave. Heave, heave, I'm five years old, man, I ain't got no fucking muscles, man, I'm not Popeye, I'm not fucking Sylvester Stallone from Cliffhanger and shit, okay, I'm 12 foot high in the air and shit, so what happens, I tell him I'm gonna fall, so my brother's like, no, 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 hold on, hold on, please, we're gonna leave, too late, drop down and I fucking hit the ground with my elbow like I'm Randy the Macho Man Savage, you know what I'm saying? I fucking elbow dropped the dirt and shit. I was like, ooh, yeah, dig it! Right? Elbow dropped in and shit. And I still have a uh, fucking scar on my elbow. It looks like a fucking caterpillar and shit. If you, if you don't believe me and you work with me, ask to see that scar and shit, you know what I'm saying? It looks like a fucking caterpillar, man. I mean, uh, god damn, bro, somebody was hung on that tree that was on Stand Up Is Easy Part 1, I think, or 2, I don't even fucking know, <laughs> crazy shit, you know what I'm saying, but uh, one of the craziest things is when my oldest brother built us a swing on that same branch, 
with with that with a big rope, well, two ropes and a fat board. You know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, how sweet, right? Fuck that shit. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. This motherfucker's like the fair has come early. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna have swing rides in the backyard, and it's only gonna cost. Grapefruit tree leaves, yay, everybody, yay, right? Like, he had uh, the twister, right? That's only three leaves, or the hurricane, right? Or, you know, a regular swing ride, but, yeah, right, you ain't gonna get that fucking shit, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That, That was off the menu. And what was the twister? What was the twister? My, my oldest brother, uh, Big Nose, he twists the swing, right? Twists you round and round and round and round. And then he launches you. But he don't launch you straight. He launches you diagonally. So when you're twisting around and you're coming, you come in contact with that fucking fat-ass grapefruit tree uh, trunk. You know what I'm saying? Bam! You hit it. You bounce off. You go twisting on one area. Bam! You hit it. You come back. You hit it again and shit. You know what I'm saying? Fucking get CTE and shit. Concussion City. God damn, bro. And what was the hurricane? Same concept. Only my other brother sprays you with the fucking holds water. You know what I'm saying? What kind of shit was that, man? You know what I'm saying? Come on, what kind of... What kind of games are these? God damn, bro. So, yeah, 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 my childhood, man. My two oldest brothers, man. You know what? But, like I said, the 80s, to me were the greatest decade of all time. I mean, you got shows like Stranger Things, okay? That's all set in the 80s. You got movies that are set in the 80s. They want to go back. You want to go back to the 80s. You know why? Because the 80s were fucking dope. The music was dope. You had Thriller. You had Bad. You had fucking uh, old school hip-hop, Run DMC. You had the Beastie Boys, right? Eric B. Rakim, KRS-One. All that good shit. Music. Baseball was good. I mean, you had the St. Louis Cardinals with Ozzy Smith. Uh, the Dodgers, of course. My favorite team with Steve Garvey, Ron Say, Bill Russell, fucking Davey Lopes, the infield. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you had the Kansas City Royals with uh, uh, George Brett. You had it all in the 80s, man. The movies were good. You went to go see Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the fucking Jedi, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, The Goonies. I mean, the list is on and on and on, you know, saying, I love you, 80s, and uh, even the cartoons are great. The cartoons were fan-fucking-tastic, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm going to do a show about that, uh, hopefully with uh, Dr. Destroyer, Alex Arroyo, and Watson soon. And uh, we're going to go into detail about that. I already got all the theme songs ready and loaded. And it's going to be a very, very fun show. So, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Um, Nope. (laughs) Jump the gun. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
we're going back. Movies 101 was fun, but it kind of felt a little awkward, you know what I'm saying? So, we're going back to, and now it's time for Hip Hop 101, son, with the new little song for Hip Hop 101. And today's topic is, ladies and gentlemen, the rise of the underground. What do I mean by the rise of the underground? Well, ladies and gentlemen, around the year 2000, the bling bling era was in full fucking effect in hip hop. You had people like Paul Wall, them franchise boys with lean with it, rock with it, right? Mike Jones, Mike Jones, that motherfucker where he gave out his fucking uh, phone number on the radio and shit. Of course, Cash Money Millionaires and Nelly and etc. etc. The bling bling era. You know, from 2000 to 2010 maybe on the radio. So what happened? Hip hop wasn't lyrical. Okay, it didn't really have a message. They're just selling us cars, money, women, bling, bullshit, okay? I think it was done for a reason to dumb us down. They didn't want hip-hop to uh, rise up and have that movement like uh, Public Enemy and shit. Yeah. And this beat right here, listen. This beat is also off the uh, the Impossible Kid. Uh, Aesop Rock. Listen, he, he made a fucking album right here. It's called The Impossible Kid. Go check it out. I'm telling you right now. It's one of my favorite albums that I can listen to uh, in headphones. The fucking beats are fantastic. I mean, his lyrics. You might have to look him up on Wikipedia or like lyrics.com. I don't fucking know. He is a fucking genius, man. But uh, a lot of the lyrics might go over your head. But you know what, Aesop Rock, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to get in contact with you. You're not doing concerts and shit. I really want to interview this guy. He's a fucking, he's an awesome, awesome guy. So back to the story at hand. Rise of the Underground, Hip Hop 101. So at the same time in uh, on the radio, it was the bling bling area. Hip Hop had to go underground. And... Um, the first guy that um, people noticed right off the bat was a guy named Daniel Dumoulin, a.k.a. Zev Lovax, a.k.a. King Ghidorah, a.k.a. Victor Vaughn, a.k.a. Metal Fingers, but really known as MF Doom. And you know what? Off This is off the album Doomsday. This is the track... It titled Doomsday, this is just the instrumental. Go check this out too. This is a fucking underground hip hop classic, man. MF Doom, uh, Doomsday. I got it on vinyl. And uh, so he releases Operation Doomsday in 1999. And it just becomes an instant underground classic, like I said. So now other underground hip hop artists are start killing it. They start killing it on the scene, performing at little record stores, dive bars, or, you know, um, anywhere they could, like 
groups like Atmosphere from Minnesota, Brother Ali, who's also from Minnesota, Aesop Rock, Vinnie Paz, and of course, Immortal Technique, all from New York. Blue in Exile, Murs, and Hobson are from Los Angeles, and they start killing it over there too. Hobson a little later, but you know what? I like that guy, Eminem shouted him out, and Kamikaze, really good rapper. Blue in Exile, they have an album called uh, Below the Heavens. Check that one out. That's a fucking classic, too. Merz is a great rapper. I like him, too. You know what I'm saying? And um, there's so many so many dudes. Uh, Jedi Mind Tricks. So many groups. So many so many rappers. Too many uh, underground rappers in name. But So, if you were sick of the uh, bullshit that was on the radio, and you wanted substance, you turned to the underground. You know what I'm saying? And... Uh, I remember buying a 25-pack of uh, Blink CDs at Best Buy. And on the label it said, Hey, if you buy this 25-pack uh, of Blink CDs, you can go to this website and download 100 free songs, CD quality. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm getting this one, you know what I'm saying? So when I got home, I had my CDs, I went on that website, but it was all, and it must have been like, the year like 2003, 2004, I don't know. It was all independent artists, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, who's the most popular? Because you can check on the who was the most popular and who's the most popular in hip-hop. And who came up? It was Immortal Technique with Revolutionary Volume 1 and Revolutionary Volume 2, even above that. And uh, those albums, honestly, uh, in my opinion, guys... They're so good, and they changed my life, man. I mean, I became a huge, huge Immortal Technique fan. I've been to uh, three three of his shows. He signed my shirt twice. He's just a bad motherfucker, okay? And uh, you know what, Tech, Immortal Technique, you did Revolutionary Volume 1, 2, and you were supposed to do the Middle Passage, and I don't know why you didn't do it. You did other ones like The Third World and The Martyr. And I get it, man. You get burnt down on shit. But we really need that fucking The Middle Passage and then to follow it into Revolutionary Volume 3, man. Because you're a great rapper. You're a great hip-hop artist. And you have a great message. So, changed my life, guys. So, like I said, um, you know... Music music can be powerful, man, and have a great message. So when they're, when they're not doing it on the radio and shit, and it's not, you know, like back in the days, Public Enemy and KRS-One, The Teacher, and you had fucking uh, uh, just other people just, just, just spreading knowledge on the radio, you know, and, 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 and it's not happening, well... You can always go to the underground, man. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of artists there. And you can backtrack. And, um, you know, because the powers that be, they only want to play the hip-hop that's about money, cars, women, jewelry, over and over again. No substance. And you know what? That's bullshit, okay? So the people that thought hip-hop died, it didn't. It just went underground, you know what I'm saying? So, everybody, 
ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, this has been a Homeboy 88 podcast. And uh, I've been wanting, been wanting to do one. And uh, speak a little bit on, about underground hip-hop. And what it, what it means to me. Go check out those artists. Why don't you go on Google, Internet Explorer, and say, Hey, who are the best underground hip-hop artists? And go down a rabbit hole. Go on Spotify. Go on YouTube. You know, you got Brother Ali with the album Us. I've spoken about that. Great fucking album. You got Atmosphere. When Life Give You Lemons. Okay? Uh, uh, God Loves Ugly. I mean, they have a lot of good albums, Atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? Aesop Rock, The Impossible Kid, Skeleton, two of my favorite uh, Aesop Rock albums. Immortal Technique, like I said. Go check out The Third World, it might be on Spotify. Great fucking album. MF Doom, I mean, the guy. You know what? Just go check out Live at Planet X, because he does a live session for like 30 minutes. And he fucking rips it up, man, non-stop. 30 or 40 minutes, man, it's so good. MF Doom, live at Planet X. You know what I'm saying? So, everybody, thank you. Thank you again. Uh, thank you for your support. And uh, I've been, this is Homeboy88, ladies and gentlemen. I got my mic set up right here. I hope it sounds good. I've come a long way from... Sitting in the fucking garage, you know what I'm saying? With an earbud in and shit. And I have a little setup. And uh, you know what? Peace out, everybody. I'm out, motherfuckers. Hit that shit again. <laughs>